Hey there, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome back to Grace for a Journey. So glad that you're with us. If you're new, welcome on in. We are going through 1 Kings, and we've come across the guy in 1 Kings named Elijah. Now, if you've studied the Bible at all, it's easy to get Elijah confused with the guy who followed him, Elisha. <laughs> now, you can tell how that's easy to get confused, right? Elijah, Elisha. A lot of people get them confused because really one follows the other. But this is Elijah. Elijah is one of the major prophets in the Old Testament. And God raises him up here in 1 Kings chapter 17. And he does miracle after miracle after miracle. Now, he doesn't just do miracles just to say, hey, look. I can do miracles. He doesn't set up a tent on the side of the road and said, hey, look, stop in and get your miracle. He does these miracles specifically to point people to the greatness and the power of God. Every miracle matters, right? But every miracle has a purpose. It's never, the miracle is never the end within itself. It always points us to something else. That's true in the Old Testament. It's true in the New Testament. When Jesus did miracles, he did miracles to validate that he was different than all the other would-be messiahs and prophets that were roaming across the land in Jerusalem at that day, and there were hundreds, if not thousands. He did miracles to separate himself and to validate that he is absolutely who he says he is. Well, in the Old Testament, it's no different. True prophets of God, prophets that were truly endued and empowered by God Almighty, the Holy Spirit within them, were different. So we come across Elijah and he's this prophet. We're going to be talking about him for the next few sessions anyway. So Elijah does his first miracle. And that is he goes to Ahab king and says, Ahab, I am from God. And because I'm from God and because God's mad at who you are, who you've married and what you've done. <laughs> he was, you know, hey, he was the trifecta of doing it wrong. He just got it wrong at every turn. He said, here's what's going to happen. God's not going to send any rain until I say it's going to rain. When I say it's going to rain, it's going to rain. When I say it's not going to rain, it's not going to rain. Now, of course, you know, he didn't have that power. What he was saying is God has empowered me to speak to you and, and understand God controls the natural order. By the way, he still controls the natural order. And so God controls the natural order and it's not going to rain until God says it's going to rain. And I'll bring that word to you. So he leaves that area, right? And he moves to a different region. And we pick up that story right here in verse eight, another miracle coming says, then the word of the Lord came to him, that's Elijah, and said, arise and go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow there to feed you. Now, he doesn't give him the widow's address. <laughs> he doesn't say, hey, go in three streets down, take a right. It's the you know third little flat on the left. Doesn't do that. He just says, there's going to be a widow. How many times has God asked you to do something? And uh, well, sort of left some of the details blank. <laughs> Has he ever done, boy, he's done that to me. And, and that's when you have to have faith. That's when faith happens. Now, these prophets heard the voice of God, but they always had to have faith because God always left it short and said, you're going to have to trust me. You're going to have to believe me. In your life right now, there are some things that the Lord's done. And you're sitting there going right now, you're showing, yeah, Terry, he has, but I really wish he had done just a little bit more. Had he done a little bit more, where would your faith be? You wouldn't have to have faith. And faith is always required to please the Lord. And so he goes on, he says this. So he arose and went to Sarabath. And when he had come to the gate of the city, behold, there was a widow there gathering sticks. And he called her and said, hey, bring me a little water in a vessel that I may drink. And as she was going to bring it, he called her and said another thing. Bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. And, and she said, 
and she was she was a faithful woman, a good woman, recognized this person as a man of God. And she said, and he said, as the Lord your God lives, I have nothing baked. He says, look, I am telling you, as honest as your God lives, my God lives, you know, I don't have any food. She said, as the Lord God lives, I have nothing baked. And I only have a handful of flour in a jar and a little bit of oil in a jug. She said, and just now I'm gathering just a couple of sticks that I may go back to my house and prepare it for myself and my son that we may eat it. Now catch this, that we may eat it and then die. She says, this is it. There's a drought in the land. By the way, Elijah was part of that, right? (laughs) There's a drought in the land. We have no grain. We have no oil. I have nothing to feed my son. We're going to eat this. And then we're done and we're going to die. They didn't have all the social programs we have today. They didn't have all the underpinnings of culture that we have. They didn't have any of that. So if they, they, they had places to buy stuff and sell stuff, of course, but there wasn't a lot of governmental programs, right? Now, the Rome had a little bit in the New Testament, but back here, not much. You had to beg. So, and, the, and she said, look, and the fact there was no husband meant that they were poor already to begin with. Because men provided the income back then primarily. And so he's, she's saying to Elijah, is this what I'm going to do? I'm going to go prepare this little bit. Me and my son are going to eat it. Then we're going to starve to death. A slow, agonizing, painful death. But look at what Elijah says. It's amazing. Um, then Elijah said to her, do not fear. Don't be afraid. God is speaking to me. I'm speaking to you. Don't be afraid. Now, a lot of people may come to you saying, God told me to tell you. Uh, be a little careful of that. <laughs> uh, I heard a guy say once, if God told you to tell me, God could have told me you were coming. And so, and so, you know, be careful of that. But when you know in yourself that God has spoken to you, you're confident, you're sure, you're not cocky, you're not arrogant, you're not boastful, but you move out consistent with what the Lord has called you to do. When God has spoken, and God spoke to you, I know he has. You've done that at times in your life. So this is Elijah. Elijah says, don't fear. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to go and do as I have said, but first make me a little cake uh, out of what you have and bring it to me. Then afterwards, go back and make something for yourself and your son. Because here's what's going to happen. If you do this, then here's what, here's what Elijah says. For thus says the Lord God of Israel, the jar of flour shall not be spent and the jug of oil shall not be empty until the day of the Lord sends rain upon the earth. And she said, so she did. She went and did what Elijah said. And she had, uh, and she and her son and her household ate for many days. The jar of flour was not spent, neither the jug of oil became empty, according to the word of the Lord spoke by Elijah. Now, who do you think that widow, that 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 widow and son were rejoicing about? About Elijah? No, they were rejoicing in the Lord because God had provided for them, and all it took was some obedience. That might be what the Lord's saying to you today. God's saying, I'm going to provide unbelievable things, unbelievable blessings, unbelievable breakthrough, unbelievable advancement for you, but you have to obey me first. So what has God shown you in his word to do right now? Do it. And you know what will happen? You'll find unbelievable grace for your journey. Let me pray for you. Father, we love you so much and thank you for today. And Lord, I thank you for the story of Elijah. I thank you for how you provided for this poor woman and her family. Lord, All they had to do is believe. All they had to do is be obedient. So Holy Spirit of God, stir that up within our hearts right now. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, God's blessings on you, and I look forward to talking to you right here next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. 
Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.